late again! Don't worry, I probably won't be making that mistake again. Keep thinking that uh, leaving it to the last minute makes me edit better, but it does not, especially when life gets in the way. In this episode, we've got some barking somewhere in the middle, but it's okay, it only hangs around for a few minutes, and I made it a lot better than what it was. Uh, other than that, enjoy? Again to the M4 project. <laughs> you okay, Matt? Yeah, I just had a bit of a brain fart there. I was like, <laughs> do I do the usual introduction or I just leave it alone? As always, I'm Matthew Jelinek. I'm Michael Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. What you got this week, mate? What you got? Would you rather fight a hundred duck sized horses? Club, we're adorable. Ah, the Reddit question. All one horse-sized duck. Quack. The Reddit question. Uh, uh, I'm going to go the, the, the hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah. Easily. Because you can kick those pretty easily. <laughs> uh, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> you can boot. <laughs> you run through just... a daisy field and there's these tiny horses flying out. <laughs> because, because if you, just if you think about it, legs. they've got the four legs. So they're yeah. running along the four legs, which means there's that gap in the yeah. middle. That's yeah. the perfect boot, boot size. size. But just yeah. put them across the posts. Maddie. No. It's got the line, it's got the length, it's got the direction, and it's got the two I don't points. know, I'm kind of tempted just to fight the duck-sized horse, only for the story. Like, that's a massive... Tiny horses are pretty cool, but I think that the idea of fighting a massive duck. Also, I reckon I could take a giant duck. You'd be able no, to make a really no, big no, pillow no, as no, well. No, no, you couldn't. I absolutely no, you could. No. I think of it this way. Uh, you've got a far better chance against 100 duck-sized horses. As you've said, there's there's a kicking... But you're outnumbered. No, 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 no. They're going to get in each other's way, right? True. And they're going to be that... You're going to have this swing that you can take out things. Now, I've owned a Muscovy duck. Moving now to the Muscovy duck, Kyrena muscata. Native to the lands of Mexico, Central and South America, this breed is known for having clawed feet and a wide, flat tail. Additionally, they are known to shiver bitch... And if one was horse-sized, you surely would be better off fighting 100 duck-sized horses. At duck size. Those things are fucking vicious, right? Okay. I would not want to imagine one of those at horse size. It would do you and quickly. Okay. Right? Do me with its cork. It would. They have penis, quite or? vicious claws. They have <laughs> yeah. the vicious claws. Right? I had... A, I had to try and separate a male duck which was mating with one of our female female ducks, but she was he was drowning her in the process. Try and separate a male duck which was mating with one of our female female ducks, but she was he was drowning her in the process. Hmm. To rise to the challenge of making a sound effect for that. No, no, I'm I'm already going to hell. Duck sex. As you do. Yeah, duck sex that's is called, intense. That's called well evidently not, it must have been in a pond. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh Actually, with the, with the horses as well, they're not like dogs or cats. They've got hooves. They haven't really yeah. got claws to no, grip no, no. and climb no, no. you with. No, no, no. But this thing, he, he clawed me yeah. when I was trying to get the female out. It went through all my layers of skin, right? At duck size. Think about the size of the claw at horse oh size. Right? It's a velociraptor. Mm. Yeah, so pretty like, much. It's like a cassowary. You can just get on something because they wouldn't be adapted climbers and they yeah. wouldn't be able to fly to you. So just stand on top of something and then just start swinging. You'd yeah. be fine. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Take the horses. The duck yeah. would fuck you up. 
This right. week's film was Jim Carter. Jim spelled G Y M K A T A. It's a portmanteau of gymnastics and, well, I assume Carter. Karate. No, <laughs> karate. No, so kata, kata means yeah. style or yeah. technique. So it's gym, gym, gym style. style. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially yeah. it is. Yeah. It's like a shit Gangnam style, basically. So, yeah. <laughs> so we've got... Give us a... Uh, 1985, Jim Carter. It is a action, quote-unquote, uh, drama. Thriller. Uh, thriller. Um, that... Uh, Over the past few months of editing this thing, I've come to pick up on each of our little mannerisms in the way that we talk, especially in how we describe things. For example... When Mike has a problem with a piece of plot, maybe there's a hole in it, maybe it doesn't make any sense, maybe it just seems too convenient, he has a tendency to use phrases such as apparently and for some reason. It's going to add a little bell in for when this happens because usually you get maybe one or two. Not this time. Long story short, uh, an American Olympic gymnast is for some reason picked to do a... Reasons. Super secret mission to go off to a foreign country called Palmistan. Where the chicken parmigiana was invented. <laughs> Palmistan doesn't exist. Don't bother looking it up. Where, for some reason, his particular talents are needed to do a secret spy mission. Meanwhile, in the secret scheming room beneath the Pentagon, this mission requires stealth, cunning, and acrobatics. What you need, Air General, is a ninja. Give me a moment. I will fetch my Rolodex. I'm sure I have a business card from one. So you roll, Doc. The mission has a budget of $25. Ah, fail. In that case, I have a pocket knife and know an out-of-work gymnast. Perfect. Give him a call. Need I point out that using a gymnast in place of a ninja is like using a sandwich bag instead of a condom? Yeah, but worse comes to worse. This time I only need to abort a mission. Yeah. So, he's picked up, he's trained by some... A, a, a black guy, big black guy, and, black Asian, guy. and an Asian martial artist, apparently. Yeah, because that's what you need to learn how to go to a foreign country. But what's our hero's name? Jonathan Cabot. Jonathan Cabot. Yeah, that's the one. Master of oh. the tactical front flip so and the military his... half twist. Yes. <laughs> yes. During his apparent training session, he meets... The princess from this country who was here for some reason. She, she's, in, uh, she's inclined to help because she doesn't yeah. like the way things are going to go. If mm. a, a positive entity such as the US doesn't come in and help. Right. So as I said, some reason. And then during this, they fall in love, apparently, for some reason. Uh, this, this character is called Techi Abayani. That's the, no, the Rubali. Rubali. Okay, Rubali. So Princess Rubali. Sorry, got those around the wrong way. Sorry, I'll spackle it. <laughs> <laughs> spackle man! So after training with these uh, apparent people, um, he needs to go off to this foreign country to compete in the game. The game doesn't have a name other than the game, which is apparently just a death game slash race. And the winner of this race gets one wish or one favor from the palmy stands. Yeah. Uh, of which the US government wants to use this to have like a satellite uplink to the Star Wars satellite system. This is, all makes no sense, but that's all they really... Well, Star Wars system is a thing. So, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 the Star Wars was missile a defense. Uh, missile defense. Well, it's a, oh, well, yeah. uh, so it was a nuclear defense system. So the, the whole reason they wanted to put this uh, particular sort of satellite station in this country is because of where it's positioned. They'd be able to monitor all satellites. So they'd get an early warning to the early warning systems and all this kind of thing. It's like, aha. And everyone was trying to do the same thing. It's basically prime tactical uh, yeah. land. Yeah. Nuclear um, arms race defense yeah, yeah. system. And, and 
Palmerston, despite the fact that they are very anti-gun, don't allow guns at all. Yep. No one's just chosen to invade. Or dentists, actually. Dentists they don't allow well. dentists. Uh, the film makes heavy use of locals as extras throughout. And being shot out in the backwoods of Yugoslavia, there's few teeth to go around. And for what teeth that are there, imagine yellow knots of chicken elbows lodged in brown-grey gums that have become wedged in the divots where teeth used to be. Before you watch this, I feel like I should give you a warning. You need to buy yourself a cordless drill, a good drill bit around 12mm should do it. I suggest an Alpha Gold series bit, uh, a bottle of bleach and a funnel. Um, after you watch this movie, <laughs> Dharma style. you're going to want yeah, you're gonna go Dharma on yourself and drill a hole in your forehead, fill it with bleach, erase any memory you know, out of the record of your, of your brain. It may result in death, but eventually that result is the same. You will not remember this fucking film. Okay. <laughs> I did, so I did like feel like we had, we had too many good movies in a row and I yeah, had to definitely. ruin the run. Also, I'd like to point out that this, the whole training montage, he receives a mission, gets the training montage, falls in love with the princess... Turns her, originally she's quite stoic, doesn't talk to him. He turns her, finally gets her to kiss, and that all happens within the first Just little bit. Eight minutes. <laughs> so as you said, Jim Carter, 1985, martial arts film starring the Olympic gymnast Kurt Thomas as Jonathan Cabot. As you said, an Olympic gymnast who combined gymnastic ability with martial arts to enter a deadly competition, blah, 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 in Palmerston. It's based on a novel. But what's the name of the novel? Is it A... From Palmerstan, apparently. B. Strength, balance, death. True tales of a government gymnast. C. A front flip to remember. Or D. None of the above. I'm just wasting time. Uh, the 1957 novel The Terrible Game by Dan Tullamore. Um, first thing you see is this ridiculously long scene just staring at gymnastic parallel bars and a guy starts doing his thing on them. It's a minute and a half. Yeah, it is. It's, it's fucking long. It's a minute just and a half of just a bar. It just then gets cut yeah. with horses chasing a guy. Guy is escaping from men. One horse tries to... Well, sorry, he tries to cross a river and then he is shot with an arrow, falls into a ravine to his suspected death because it cuts just before that. You don't actually get to confirm that he has died. Mm-hmm. And then we're induced to, to Cabot. Um, he's the guys on the bar uh, to, and he's there. They want him to play the game. As you said, it, it's a competition, uh, blah, 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 in Palmerston, tiny mountain nation. Basically, the Palmerston Faunuses, they require all foreigners to play the game. Mm. That's what... Yeah, they're dealing with it. It's like how Aussies force foreigners to skull something. Um, <laughs> Particularly about a shoe. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's basically just an endurance race with obstacles all being chased by local Palmerston warriors. It's okay to imagine cheese warriors. Warriors, I would, if I was listening mm. to this. Um, <laughs> if a person wins, they're granted their life and a wish. Uh, they want him to win it so they can get the Star Wars defense system in. Blah, blah, blah. What was it? That's right. They also tell him that his father went to play the game um, and he was actually an S. A operative who was um, who was sent there. Uh, that's the guy that we see fall but not die. You figure that out when they actually say that. I don't know about you guys, but I certainly yeah, yeah. fucking did. Um, so what yeah, happened to him? We don't know. We sure. we go figure the plot twist. You didn't say this guy die, and all of a sudden it's his father. It's about as visible as a massive size packet of twisties, um, or perhaps a giant duck-sized horse. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, he agrees. He's blah blah blah. He goes. He gets trained. He meets Rubali, who he goes Savage Garden for, and falls truly, madly, deeply in love with her. Then we get a cracker luckin. I gotta say that, that I actually didn't pick that the dude at the start because I honestly watched it in two sittings and I had <laughs> forgotten mostly that opening sequence because after the minute and a half of just the bar and then the extra minute of watching slow mo gymnastics, I was already kind of checked out of it. Um, so I kind of missed that. And then when they had that reveal, which I'm assuming we're going to cut this to spoilers, uh, nah. 
No. <laughs> no, no I, don't think, I don't think you need to. Because, no. it, like I said, oh, sorry, yeah. you, you, I interrupted you there. But it, literally, you see this guy fall. It doesn't show him die. Yeah. And then they said, oh, your father was there. And we don't know what happened to him. It was like, yeah, he was he was clearly the guy that yeah. you sh- showed on the during, during the game yeah. who fell and we didn't see him die. He's alive. Yeah. That's coming back was, later. The best part about that was that I found that hilariously funny when he took off the hat mask and goes, Dad! Because I didn't pick the first part and so yeah. I just thought it was just the shittiest twist in the history of Oh, anything. my dad's already in Palmerston for no reason. Cool. Hi, Dad. <laughs> He's just there. Yeah. He's been there the whole time. It's oh. a really supporting father. Uh, it's like they really needed just someone to get him out of this yeah. horribly manufactured situation. I spackled that fairly well. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add to it before we get into characters, actors, and um, their performances? I, I will say that it, this thing is a classic, hey, let's just have some fun. Fun. Well, have some fight scenes. Walt's drunk. Yeah. I feel like it's an era of movie where they've just got... No, so, no plot. Some, it's yeah. just an excuse to have these fight scenes. And in this case, they're not particularly well executed. Mm. And the lead lacks any real charm. He's like Richard Dean Anderson's nerdy younger brother. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a young discount MacGyver. MacGyver. Yeah. yeah. We'll get into why that is in a second there. That, so you, that right. Richard Dean Anderson is the guy that plays MacGyver, I'm sure? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay, well. Yeah. Characters, actors, and performances. So Jonathan Cabot, played by Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. Thomas. Razzie Award Won nomination. Won a Razzie. No, award nomination. Oh. Didn't even win the fucker. Oh. Uh, <laughs> for worst new star. The reason he's not good at acting is because he's not an actor. Yeah. He is like a world champion and Olympic gymnast. gymnast. Yeah. And That's you can see he's thing. a phenomenal gymnast. He is a great gymnast. Oh. But he's a shit actor. He's, he's not a natural. I've seen worse, Scott Shaw. Um, <laughs> he isn't helped, though, by a shitty dialogue and mm. it being overall a fairly crappy movie. Mm. The one scene that I thought was the most horrendous was his standing backflip twist oh, conversation. Oh, that was fucking amazing. Oh, that was great. Have I you ever... Have you ever... I was like, this is so unnecessary, but I'm about it. <laughs> it was... <laughs> so Rubali's giving him the cold shoulder. She hasn't said a word to him yet. They've only just met, really, in this sense. Well, no, this has been several uh, weeks into the montage. Yeah. So that they've sort of been encountering each other. She'd been pulling yeah. knives over, and he sits there goes, hey, how's it going? But she never says, it, says anything. So where you usually just sort of twist a little bit and respond in a condescending voice to yourself. He's a gymnast. He's a gymnast. So he does a full back half twist. So he's facing the opposite way, impersonates it, does another half twist so he's facing his original way and continues the conversation. He does not once as a bit of a ha-ha look out. Three times? Four or so. It's like, oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, it's not bad. How are you? Oh, you know, just hanging out with myself. And you're like, Okay, he's pulling that off really awesomely. It's amazing that he can do that. But the joke, it's not. Even if this joke. was a comedy film, though, yeah, it would have hit. It would. It would have been like boom. Yeah, where it wasn't a comedy a, a film, few, a few and it was like crickets. A few changes of pace and some dialogue, and this would have been a great comedy. comedy. Oh, I was surprised that it wasn't listed. It as could a have been Kung Pao. Yeah, could have been. Anyway. I particularly hated the incredible close shot of his shot up of his crotch when he's doing the handstand. No, I yes. lost it. Yeah, I was oh, gonna man. say. I was gonna say <laughs> that was the most gratuitous crotch shot. But I saw it when it got a razzium like, was it the most gratuitous crotch shot of a man ever in cinema? Like you've not... I'm, su- I'm shocked we didn't get ball. I'm, like, <laughs> really? I'm, I'm I'm surprised that that maneuver hasn't just inspired so many pornographers. Like, was, you show them this and they go, I have an idea. It's a gymnast. Yeah. <laughs> Stairs. Yeah. Banging uh, Those angles, you can only get them with oh. gymnasts. My God. It might not be clear because we're all hot and bothered by it, but there's a scene of Kurt Thomas doing a handstand and walking upstairs. 
Inevitably, the shot goes right down his pants, and we get a few seconds of just straight groin. Anything more to say about Kurt Thomas? Very flexible man. Very, Very flexible. flexible. As I said at the beginning, the master of the tactical front flip and the military back half twist, which he used throughout the film in his Jim Carter. Basically, he'd flip in front of someone and they'd go reeling backwards holding their face. It, it had the charisma of just oh, just a it's dead a, turtle. Yeah, that, he, he wow. Had, that's, I like turtles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but a dead had, one. Yeah. No what? charisma. Yeah, <laughs> true. This is true. It has a, a lot of nothing. Maybe a lot of flies, but not not any charisma. Tonight on M4 Theatre, the death of a turtle. A loose adaptation of a conversation had by Morgan Davidson, Mike Sullivan, and Matthew Jelenic. Performed by Matthew Jelenic. Yo, Raphael, you want any pizza, bro? Raph? Raffy? Bro? Uh, Master Splinter! Dude, get your ass in here, man! Content old rat, get in your sleep, oh shit, he's dead. I never thought I would outlive a Donatello. Uh, Master, bro, that's Raphael. To be honest, I cannot tell any of you about. Ha, <laughs> lame. That was Death of a Turtle. Personally, that was completely unnecessary, and the creator should be stopped. Because I think at the end of the day, as we said, he's a gymnast, not an actor. actor. Yeah. And that's what you get. Like, usually you get people like um, like Wesley Snipes, yeah. who, who, who is an actor slash martial artist. Yeah. But he's still, I'm not saying he's a great actor, but, but at, least he's, cool. at least he's still a actor slash martial mm. artist. This was a gymnast <laughs> slash throw into a fucking movie yeah. and we'll see what happens and didn't work. Did did not work. That mm. that was a. Um, you could see where they were trying to go for like a Jackie Chan sort of feel. Like you use. Well, he's these... not Asian, so it's not going to work. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that is a pretty key point to. Yeah, yeah. I could have at least dyed his hair black, or he could have at least had you know some charisma and yeah. screen mm. presence. Yes, because it's super easy to get charm. You just flick it on like a switch, or roll it like a d twenty. I got a negative four, and that's not how a d twenty works. But it's like, that's the thing. It's like, oh, we're making a movie. Um, you're going to be the lead actor. Can you do gymnastics moves? Yes. Can you act? No. Cool. Well, we only need you for the gymnast moves. It's like, yeah. oh, wait, 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 you're making a movie and the guy okay. can't act. I, don't, I, I wonder if this guy even had to audition. Probably this not. is a movie no, called Jim Carter. I think they about made it. He was for the him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so the, 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 went, we need a Kurt Thomas we need to get to Kurt Thomas. There's a lot of stuff that he's done. He's got. Yeah. He's like. He's actually quite a. If you're looking into, him, he's I actually quite a famous gymnast in the sense that he's got some moves named after him and all this yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff like, he's, like that. Um, I like, think he's a gold medalist. A gold. No, he, yeah, he's yeah. a multiple-time world champion. Wow. Um, okay. He went to the Olympics. I don't think he yeah. actually won anything at the okay. Olympics, but still, he's Olympian. He, he, he got world champion. Yeah, he's yeah. got. Uh, he's got gold medals for various non-Olympic uh, yeah, competitions, right. that kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah, so I think it was maybe probably like yeah, designed towards him. Yeah, yeah, specifically him like they're like, like we're going to make a movie with you in it. Yeah. You could be the next big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder at what point they went. <laughs> nope. Fuck. <laughs> we read this. I, wrong. I think there's a few characters. Once you get introduced, you're like about the time they got into set, they started to realize this thing isn't going to work as well as they thought it did. Okay, moving on. We've got uh, Tichi Agbayangi. Uh, that's terrible pronunciation, but yeah. yeah sorry, still pre- listening. <clears throat> Now, using my ability to edit and practice beforehand, I will actually say her name as closely as to correct as I think I can get it. Techi Agbiani. Or, as my version of Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles would say, Her name's Techi Agbiani, dude. Why do I so surfery? Princess Rubali. She was a 
nothing character. Oh, I think she only had like 20 lines in the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought she was going to play a much bigger part. Yeah. Now, to start off with, she was given the silent treatment, so yeah. not much talking. I well, thought, she'll, oh, she'll warm up. And at the same time... You, He's going to do some foreplay. No. Yeah. By the time she actually spoke, I was like, wow, she can talk. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other thing was, I was like, okay, first of all, like, okay, they're going to try to build her up as a dark and mysterious character. Cool. Still not talking, still not talking, still not talking. By the way, this is all occurring in a montage, so it's actually quite quick. But then she did speak, speak, and it's like cool, and then she just turned out to be absolutely nothing character. Yeah, mm. she had nothing. Yeah, she was love interest. That's it. And well, literally, it was just like, and it was a like a very obvious love interest. That and that was it. it was, yeah. that was her role yeah. in the film. I'm the damsel in distress. She didn't do anything really to help. No. She just yeah. Uh, moving on, Richard Norton as Commander Zamir. The king's right hand man um, and was, uh, another, to be husband of the princess. Another nothing character. He was literally there to be an opposition. I'm the bad guy character. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Look at my pecs. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, whereas uh, our friend uh, Jonathan Cabot, the uh, hero of the story, looks like a nerdy version of Richard Dean Anderson. This guy reminded me of the guy from The Adventures of Hercules. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Sorbo. Yeah, that's the one. The Australian Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. He was a sleazy, scheming, hard man that happens to be a warrior. Um, he's the man at the start of the film we see firing an arrow at the guy who turned out to be Daddy Dearest on the rope challenge and across the ravine. He wields uh, twin size, a la Raphael, everyone's least favourite turtle. Jesus, have a heart, turtle. We're mourning. I will always miss you, Leonardo. What the shell? <laughs> who is your favourite turtle? Ooh, uh, I'd probably have to go Michelangelo. Mikey. Yeah, Donatello. Guy knows how to handle a stick, and he's smart. Nice. Sure. Any more to say on Richard Norton? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought we were talking about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, no. We did, slightly. That's about, that's about it, really. He's so nothing. He rides around on a horse, well, going, I'm gruff, I'm the mean one, therefore I'll, I'll do evil things, I'm yeah, bad. There's a lot of horse riding in this Threatens. movie. Threatens. He does a yeah. lot of threats yeah. as well. A lot of horse riding in this movie. He does. He likes uh, to chuck his horse too much. Right. <laughs> mm. Bert Cartland as the Khan or King. This guy reminded me Mel Brooks. So, Mel Brooks exactly. The and way he talks, he's very mannerisms. Jewish as well. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'll do my Watto impersonation. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> um, oh god, I actually he, he come across as slightly senile as well, and yeah. just very forgetful. I had to Google that it wasn't actually Mel Brooks. I was yeah. like, what Mel Brooks. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was his voice. Double gang for him. He was like. Well, Welcome to Palmerstown. What are you <laughs> doing here, Mel Brooks? Or, or when he sits there, he tells them about. He's telling them about the game. He's very serious. Like, and then you must go up the ropes and go over here. Now to go play king for my people. <laughs> it just I can't do a Mel Brooks, but it was just Andy. Andy. <laughs> uh, now that's pod racing. Uh, yeah. There's no other characters to really touch on. There's like a dude that's an agent and there's dad, but they're they're fleeting. They're not really there for any length of time. I think my favourite character in this film, uh, and I made sure that it wasn't just the version that I had, is the extreme Foley work. Did you guys notice that everything was completely out of balance? Like the, the initial conversation that the agent from the SIA is having with... Uh, the young gymnast is like, and uh, we need you to go here. And he stands up and you just hear, it's people doing the folly work, but it's just super extreme. Oh, yeah. all the sound effects? All the sound effects. Yeah, they were way All the folly work. Everything's like, 
My favorite person was like manic woman who's like stroking his hair. Oh yeah, the she the nurse air quotes is caring for him. Manic. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I like person. the guy that cut his arm off for no particular reason. Because it got stuck to the pole, it got burnt, and he couldn't take it off, so he yeah. cut it off. Yeah, and I it's like crazy one. Yeah, he's pretty good. One of the strong characters. I like the pigs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> looks and tone. It looked like a C grade movie. That it, is what it looked like. Whoa. The the constant reuse of a shot, and often they just run a shot, uh, run two cameras, film something from two different angles, and they just keep reusing it later and again and again. Like there's a scene where uh, Kurt and Rivali are getting chased through the the cobbled streets of these little tiny little town. And it keeps reusing the same shots yeah, of them going downstairs yeah, yeah. or going around the corner. It's like, okay, that's the wall getting shot up because they're getting shot at. But that's the exact same shot, just from a slightly different angle. Okay. And there's one, one during the very start of that, when they start running. And this is where the barking starts. Yeah, I've tried to fix it as best I can. Did you guys notice the bulletproof cardboard boxes? You know how you, when they shoot like walls, you see the little flashes? <laughs> and <laughs> cardboard boxes do that in the film? <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's a comedy. That's why I thought I was going to see comedy when I looked at it. <laughs> nope. No. Not a comedy. Oh, yeah. that scene went for a long time. That's what, yeah, I, was like, it's like, I didn't know when to stop. It didn't know when to change scenes. This, that, that scene goes on for far too long. They're, so they're running through a city. They're trying to escape from agents that are trying to kill them. This is at yeah. the very sort of start of the movie. Uh, it required Benny Hill music. It went, yeah, absolutely. Like, the, the addition of that music would have actually improved the movie because it would have said it as a comedy. Yeah. It would have been like, oh yeah, this is what we are. And you would have went, ah, uh, yeah, I like this more. With that music makes it there was, so much There better. was one scene as well where the music hit and I went, okay, it's got to be a comedy. So they're in this little, uh, he's left America, it's their first stop in this little area. So, all right, from here we can get into Palmerston. And I'll just cut out this part where I tried for several minutes to start the same thought but was consistently interrupted by a dog. Bark, bark. Anyway, they're in the village they're in before they go to Palmerstan and they start getting attacked because it turns out there's a stronghold there and people are out to stop them from going into Palmerstan. Probably Russians. Yeah, no, probably uh, Zamir's men. Richard Norton. Zamir's men. Zamir's men are probably stopping him. And he's cheese warriors. Yeah, uh, but there's a scene where he comes back and one of the agents who was helping him out is dead. You can see blood dripping from his head and then it cuts to the shot of an axe being in the man's chest. You know that sound from San Andreas soundtrack? Yeah. That hits right when you see it. So instead of like the music going dun 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 and it's like when you see this thing as what? And then from then on the music has this stupid little twang twang every now and then. I did not notice that. Yeah. I was like, that is annoying. I just, I just thought it was hilarious with that chase scene. Every time they get to like an end of another scene, they unload like ten or twelve bullets that all obviously bounce off a wall. Yeah, it gets to the end of that, so the guy's obviously shot at least 40, 50, 60 rounds. Yeah. and then he, a cop shoots one bullet and hits him. Yeah, and, and he's, he's down in one shot. You're like, okay. Man. There's another scene where someone the, the 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 game proper is running, the freaking warriors. Shoot one of the guys climbing the ropes. Bang. Who is further than Kurt Thomas. Yeah. Shoot kill him. <laughs> yes. And then this solution is like, cool. Now get the one who's got to try and mar- marry the princess. And Zamir doesn't want that. I know. Let's set the rope on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make no sense. Just shoot him on it. That'll show him. Oh, no. This thing's slowly coming towards me. It's like, you can clearly shoot accurately further than he is. Why? Yeah. I know. I know. 
Um, as I said, looks like a Lego movie, but it didn't shy away from blood and people falling to their deaths. Yeah. Yeah. That showed all of it. That, again, was the big giveaway about the stuff. Whoever was throwing the corpses... <laughs> Pinpoint Brilliant. accuracy. Hit the same spot every Great time. Job. I'm going to hit that rock just, just outside there. the water. Bang. Got it. Yeah. Well um, done, Steve. Most of the... I, that, that scene would have been topped yeah. if the first corpse was still there yeah. when the yeah. second one hit. That's yeah. how, that would have been be comedy, comedy genius. Steve in throwing. Well, well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, the martial arts scenes, they were, they were all... Yeah. Decent enough for the film they were in. Yeah. Like, I've seen worse Scott Shaw. Um, <laughs> again, all of this, I, of course, I've seen Scott Shaw's work. This looks good in comparison. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's also throughout just constant issues with continuity as well. Uh, one of the characters we forgot to mention, Thorg, who turns yeah, up Thorg. late, the massive Russian. Uh, Who's inter- during his introduction? I established him as Thorg. I don't know what to do with my hands, because throughout his things, he arrives at the village, uh, Palmerstan, during the uh, big feast, and he keeps his hands in the air waving. So, like, just clearly, he was given the direction as he come in, wave to everyone, because you're quite well known. And he's just awkwardly waving, and every time he puts his hands down, he quickly quickly puts them back up again and waves a bit more, but not in a friendly manner, just literally just sort of shaking his hands from side to side. <laughs> And throughout the film, he just doesn't seem to know what to do with his hands. Love it. <laughs> I think Cab... Oh, sorry. Yeah, the continuity error is they say go. He's one of the last people to go. Has time to stop, kick a guy in the face, yeah. laugh. And in the very next scene, he's right behind the guy who's coming first. Yeah, Speedy dude. Um, Kurt Thomas needs to be commended in, in, in a way, I suppose, because he is a gymnast and not a martial artist. True. Um, and again, it doesn't look... Shit, yeah. fully shit. Like you get, it's acceptable enough for the type of movie you're in for the moves you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go, yeah, sweet. I can, I can, I can handle this. This, this, yeah. that'll do as a performance for oh, you. Yeah. Most of the looks are fairly generic and they're fairly meh. Um, but there was one part that I thought's worth mentioning, and that is where the um, during the game, the participants must go through the town of Crazy Townsfolk literally crazy this is the town where they where Palmerstan sends all its mental cases the town's basically in a song um, anyway Cabot makes it the town he starts his way through it and they generally made it quite creepy not the quick edit to hide me talking to the dog about barking so back to the uh, freaky crazy village yeah, so which freak- is the same village in every single shot throughout the film, film exactly right so it's the one they were running through it's Palmerstan through. it's the, the one they were running, running through, through everything yeah so they're there yeah, it's this crazy town um, it's where they send all their crazy people Cabot uh, makes it to the town he starts to make, he's making his way through it and they generally made it quite creepy with a misty setting and he first comes across this man like manically sharpening a scythe um, it sounds creepy it's like shrieks and screams um there's that guy with a mask on the back of his head um, it's not a mask it's another man's face it's another man's face cannibals. yeah it's another man's face on the back of his head so he's got like two faces um they're using farming tools as weapons that's all done very well um until they decide to do a slow motion chase scene of the primary oh. character by the crazies when it so does... just imagine a buttload of tards running in <laughs> slow motion not good I've, that those sorts of scenes are what makes me think that the director was worried that the movie was going to go too short, and they're like, yeah. "We have to make up time. Let's that, have an extra long slow mo scene." For yeah, and that scene goes 
for so long <laughs> in slow motion with the sounds. But the, the thing I think you'll also realise is they don't actually go that long. They're just so boring and unnecessary no, that the, it feels no, that slow motion scene or that is actually quite long feels even longer, longer than it I swear is. from the start of that alley to the top of his climbing thing that I swear that goes for like four minutes five minutes yeah it goes that's for what it feels quite like. some time for like 40 it fell off it's like a slow-mo scene should go for 10 15 seconds to get yeah, the effect yeah. that's desired <laughs> Oh, oh, you can do like, short like ones. One particular action, yeah. Yeah, 100% scene. Not, okay, so he's running. He, he does a slow-mo for this quick dart across here and you watch him run. No, no. He does a slow-mo chase through down a fucking thing yeah. down this way. The dogs are now after you as well. Mm. Oh, we're going to run from the dogs. You turn a corner, you turn another corner. No, that is too long yeah. to do a slow-mo. There's scene. also... Sensitivity warning. Sensitivity warning. Skip ahead. Skip ahead. Especially with this buckload of tarts. <laughs> tarts already sound like tarts. In slow motion, they sound horrendous. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Uh, there's also uh, another uh, scene where... Brought to you by Life Without Barriers. <laughs> uh, it's also another scene with a slow-mo where he's he's crossing uh, the rope bridge and uh, Australian Kevin Sorbo shoots an arrow, <laughs> cuts, cuts the rope off, but he still manages to climb up and get over... And Kevin Sorbo is like, oh, nuts. And doesn't use the arrow that he used to kill the other dude who was crossing the thing. Anyway, he's jumping on a horse. Uh, so Kevin's... Uh, the hero's slow motion climbing the rock face. And Kevin Sorbo has enough time because it cuts back to him go, nuts. It cuts back, <laughs> still slow motion. Cuts back and Kevin Sorbo mounts a horse, rides away. Meanwhile, hero is still slow motion climbing. Yeah. It's like... You what? could... You know, it does a lot of stuff wrong there. Yeah. That's what I mean. The tone it got wrong in, in a lot of occasions as well. Mm-hmm. There's all that sort of stuff. There's the, 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 with the chase scene, the lack of not knowing when to change a fucking scene, the backflip conversation, the tone is wrong for the movie you've got it in. Yeah. Make it a comedy, and a lot of this stuff is fine, and yeah. it all fits in. Like if, if it's a comedy, everyone laughs at a turd, yeah. a tarred slow mo scene. Yeah, it's fine. The backflip combo is fucking woeful. It just missed the target. What about the pommel horse fight scene? Oh. Oh, that was amazing. Equally that, as bad. I loved that scene. It was so stupid. I'm it gonna, had like a, a crowd of 60 people circled around him, all with farming tools, yeah. but they only came at him one, one at a time. time. They came at multiple at a time, but my problem was they had pitchforks, which had a longer reach than his legs. legs. Yeah. So they, they stab his legs. Stabby. Or, or, yeah, just <laughs> throw something at him, hit him in the head with a brick. <laughs> But they, then again, they are all sort of crazy cannibals as tough. well. Yeah, so it's in the crazy cannibal area, and there is a water fountain. And the water fountain has a little brick wall next to it. And what do you know? There's pommel horse handles on top of this brick wall, and he can yeah. conveniently use his gymnastic skills yeah. to just leg kick people. Not just Jim gymnastics Carter. anymore. Jim Carter. Jim, Jim Carter. Carter. <laughs> the moment there's body-on-body contact, it becomes Jim Carter. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, that scene is amazing. Is there yeah. any more you want to say on looks and tone? <sighs> Oh, I, the extreme volley work. It, I just can't get over how bad. The, whoever did the volley work on this had no idea what they were doing. They just lied during the interview. It's bad. The, when the king's giving a speech, like during during the um, little festival thing, he's like, yeah, yeah, welcome, welcome. You're all going to be in the game. There's the general murmur of conversation. Cool, cool. Yep. You got that going in the background. That's a bit loud for actual conversation to be heard, but fair enough. Usually you have it a bit lower so the character, the actors mm. can be heard speaking. And then the king goes, quiet, quiet, let me give a speech. 
the music that's playing cuts, but the talking doesn't. So you've got blah, 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 parrots and keys, but whilst the king's trying to give this speech and he's supposed to have everyone's attention, but it sounds like a room full of people are ignoring him. <laughs> no one ignores Mel Brooks. No, knock off Mel Brooks. <laughs> Andy. Oh, Andy. <laughs> My favourite, and throughout the film, I think it's 80 yard. Like they did the dialogue after the the one I, I had didn't feel like. It. No, I didn't feel like for, it to for me. For mine, it did just certain mouth movements, especially because there's one part uh, during the final fight scene between Zadir and Zamir, uh, Zamir, whatever his freaking name is. I don't care. This movie's shit. Uh, where <laughs> where this line, Zamir screams, "Die!" It's like, uh, yeah, he goes, "Die, you bastard!" Die, you bastard! You didn't no, that. I didn't notice that. I was they clearly I, edited it. I clearly tuned out by, by this point. <laughs> Overall, I fair bit shit. It it's definitely not a great film, but I actually had a lot of fun because I was yeah. just pulling it apart as I was watching, going, "Why? What? That dude's clearly a talented archer. He just killed that man who's twice the distance away. Let's set that dude's rope on fire." We've shot a guy with an arrow from this point before. Let's chop his rope so he falls from the rope bridge. Oh, that didn't work. Guess we'll just walk around. When the princess is like, no, I have to stop and I have to go and do this. And the father is like, the king is like, no, 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 don't do it. And she just takes off a coat. And by the time it cuts back to them, apparently dad has just changed his mind and he's all on the let's go and stop yeah, and them swinging now. swords at his yeah, former exactly. like, One was like, no, don't do it. The next minute he has a sword out killing people. I also like the fact that underneath her trench coat, she has a pitch black leather like cat suit. suit yeah yeah it's like no no it's ass kicking time fair enough <laughs> it is definitely ass kicking time nice. um i thought like again like you from the moment i saw the the parallel bars yeah. for minutes <laughs> i literally first thing was like parallel bar scene way too long that's in the opening of the movie and i was like that's in the opening it's gonna be a great movie <laughs> the problem was the film opens with this Weird horror, like you don't know what angled, it needs to start angled, off with. Angled line across the screen, and it's like directed by, written by, from a novel written by, screenplay by. It's like, what is this line? Is have I got a, my completely legitimate source? Is this a corrupted file? And then you see a hand reach up and grab it. You're like, what the fuck? It's bars. And then finally, it snaps out and zooms out. But it's like a minute of just this shot of the bar. I timed it because I saw that this is going for way too long, and it took a minute and a half for anything to happen besides yeah. just so that, have the names next to the bar. You're like, what the fuck is that thing? Yeah. I don't get it. Is it? It's like, oh. like, focus on his crutch for that long. Yeah. Or but add, not the bar. Or add some sh- like slow motion ha- shots of a hand- chalked hand slapping Slapping together. together. And yeah. Preparing. No, it's just the shot of this unidentifiable, vaguely diagonal thing going across the screen. Yeah. Or very odd. Yeah. Um, as I said, I think earlier, it can be improved by Friends and Beer. And friends and Beer and sound effects. If you go through that thing, add a new layer of sound effects, you get yourself a comedy. <laughs> exactly right. Leave the bodies there when where the because everyone who falls through off the rock bridge hits the same rock. No, next like to have the it rock. falling, <laughs> and then <laughs> lands, <laughs> and then have the last. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely! Except and it just keeps pile keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's like six different people fall off this thing. Six different costume dummies hit with, Steve like, you're amazing Steve in throwing good job but then also uh, also have the final body hit that one lone little warrior dude who's down there with a flag for some reason 
Because there's throughout the course, yeah. throughout the obstacle course that this thing is, there's these warriors who hold a flag and tell you which direction to go, so you won't get lost during the death obstacle course. <laughs> and there's one at the bottom of the river. If you're down here, buddy, you are messed up. You have fucked up big time. You're supposed to be up there, friend. I think he just like lowers the flag in defeat when they're dead. It's, it's like, like, no, oh. friend, not this direction. Not this. Oh, I've got my flag up. No one listens to Lawrence. <laughs> I just would have loved it. I was like, just waving for his friends. I'm still down here. Please help. One person who falls and they end up being like Will Farrell's character in Austin Powers. Like, hello. Hello. Everybody there, I'm still alive. Well, that's what happened to his dad. Remember? That's true. Yeah, they let him leave for some reason. Hey, he lost an arm. No, it's like uh, he broke it's, his arm. It's, it's, it's busted. Yeah, got his useless arm now. Oh, daddy's been shot again. Yeah. It's like daddy's gonna that die. Was, again. That was hilarious. It's like, dad, you're coming to save me. Not 45 seconds later, oh, yeah, after he ham-fistedly tries to explain to the audience how he didn't die. Oh yeah, through it's this like, conversation. It's like, yeah, I survived the fall, and the warriors let me live, even though they're trained to kill everyone immediately. Uh, for reasons I love you son Ow Daddy's been shot by an arrow <laughs> I'm down boy I'll always love you Go oh. on and win No guess what Daddy's still alive Jim Carter 2 uh, But yeah Jim uh, Carter Boogaloo Jimmy Carter, <laughs> Jimmy Carter Jr As we said it can be, This movie can be improved by move, uh, Beers and Friends Yeah um, Overall though Fairly shit. What's, what's our overall? What, what do we recommend it? What's our overalls and recommendations? Uh, well, I watched it, so friends. you have to. That's it. <laughs> it is not to be taken seriously. Oh. Beers and Friends Night. Yeah. That's uh, all. Yeah. Loved okay. it. Loved every minute of it. It was amazing. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. You're doing yourself a disservice not watching this incredible film. Oh, yeah. It's right. Schindler's List. That's what this is. <laughs> it'll change your life. It'll make you cry and think, why? The why best do do Mel this? Brooks impersonator you've ever seen. Yeah. It is spot on. Uh, spoiler it is. I think uh, I've got one big spoiler. Ooh. One big spoiler, because as you know, well, welcome back. You're going to hear some spoilers now. Look out, folks. As you know, the winner of the obstacle course gets one wish. I would um, have wished for something that they couldn't. Wait, move. wait, wait. But so, <laughs> Pick implode. so what happens is we find out. Uh, we should probably say this, and I'll edit it back into the original. One. Uh, the princess is going to be married off to the evil Zadir. Zamir. Zamir. It's like, oh no. So Against her will. Against her will. And you're thinking, his one wish is going to be for the girl. No, he wishes for the satellite relay that he planted in there. <laughs> no, she was already in love with him. That was going to happen. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like, I, I wish to I marry her, a... and then he would become the king of Palmerstan, yeah. and then he would just be like, yeah, yeah. US, put your shit here. It's yeah, fine. but I thought, cool I, thought, I, thought, I thought they were going to do like the whole token gesture sort of lovey-dovey scene, but it's literally, I won the race. Cool. Freeze frame. In 1985, the first Star Wars relay was installed in Barmastan. Oh, okay. The end of the film. film. The end of the film came incredibly quickly. Like, it was just in a movie thing, this thing is done. It came quicker than I do. Nice. That's that's nice. From what I've heard. Yeah. Unlike the Flash. I I wouldn't know from that first-hand experience. (laughs) Oh, my eyes. No black lights. (laughs) Uh, anything else to add to this? To... I don't think so. Like we pretty much went. It's it's you, you know where it's going. Okay. It's crap. In that mystical magical note, what I'm gonna do? Great movie. Go and watch it. Yeah. 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 Ah, uh, you guys are welcome. You're a douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, the slow mo scene goes for about three minutes. Three minutes of slow mo. Next week's pick was my pick.
Ghoulies from 1984, a film that I saw in my childhood and thought was good. It is not! Right, 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 right.